Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You are now locked in to the GZ Chop Shop. What is up, everybody? Atachi266 here, and y'all know what time it is. Yes, it is time for another episode of the GZ Chop Shop. <laughs> and, you know, I already forgot. Yeah, you know why to, I left, right? I was supposed to. You know to, why I left? I was supposed yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. And that's forgot. exactly why the fuck I left. <laughs> So whole guys, five so minute guys, conversation, so like not know, even two minutes. Whole five minute conversation about not even two, not not even sixty seconds in, and it was a habitual habit. So guys, hello everybody. This is Burn X twenty three, and <laughs> this is the artist formerly known as Atashi two six six. He was supposed to introduce himself under yeah. his new name. That's just Atashi. But unfortunately yeah. enough, he got in the habit of saying Atashi two six six and just threw that shit so out in the habit. But anyway, yep. hey, I'm sorry I missed last week. I had emergencies. Yeah, yeah, now, it's been it's been a really weird week for the crew, just in general. But welcome back. It's actually just the two of us today. Whew. Whew. Yeah, it has been a long time. <laughs> just the two of us. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a hot minute. Okay, so now that we got my immediate blunder out of the way because I was supposed to just be like hey guys it's Itachi and drop the numbers because nobody cares nor remembers the numbers uh let's 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 go into things because first I want to say I want to give a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters you guys are amazing as always you guys have been the backbone of the show you've been the backbone of both podcasts haven't forgot about you we will get to another Pandora's box uh podcast episode shit has just been (laughs) <laughs> 30 years from <laughs> shit shit has just been super busy and i have been uh trying to make a lot of moves as you guys can see you know we got a new logo uh the twitch channel has been getting updated i'm going through stream coaching sessions it's it's been a lot of stuff um but everything is to improve the the podcast quality the stream quality for you guys so thank you uh everyone who is a patreon so much for your support it is really appreciated now, on the topic of Patreon, as of today, the recording of this episode, May 6th, uh, I got a wonderful, 2020, <laughs> I got a nice little email from Patreon, and I want to be able to tell you guys this, because if you were thinking about becoming a Patreon, or you already are a Patreon, I don't want you guys to be caught off guard by this, because as a creator, we get these emails, but as a Patreon, I don't know if you will get that same email. 
Um, so I want to keep you guys informed. So in case you are subscribed to any creator on Patreon, you're not completely caught off guard. You're not thinking that the creators are trying to rip you off and they're trying to garner extra money out of you. It's not the case. Uh, this is from not only, you know, the U.S., but countries abroad. They are now by law requiring Patreon to collect uh, new sales tax, new sales tax requirements um, for, I guess you could say, the transactions between Patreon creators and their subscribers. However, it says that not everyone will be affected. It's really based on where you are currently located and if that state and or country deems the content taxable. Um, and that even includes if you just do live streams, because technically, you know, streams like Netflix, Hulu, their services are deemed taxable. So even if you are streaming, if your state says, hey, well, we deem streaming to be taxable, uh, they can add a, add a sales tax onto your subscription. I am personally not happy about it because especially with the way things are right now with the economy the way it is uh as a creator as a patreon creator uh, i already know how hard it is for people one to probably even be able to keep up with their subscriptions let alone want to be able to keep up with their subscriptions and then to be told hey on top of that now we're going to implement a sales tax that right. isn't coming to the creator it's not going to the creator but you know you're being you know my five dollar tier is no longer just you know five dollars and then what patreon was doing was they were taking out the tax from that where they yeah. needed to but now a sales tax is being added on so now it's going to cost more for the subscription which rubs me the wrong way because i'm like you know i say hey sign up at five dollars most people are expecting to pay just that five dollars and then those that are already you know subscribed there is no like grandfather program like hey as long as you're subscribed to this patreon that's not going to change no now it's going to be extra and i personally don't like it because i see some people since i don't know how much the sales tax is going to be and it's based on where you're at Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised to see a lot of Patreon subscribers lowering their their subscriptions or just all around canceling them just because of that sales tax. Now, I would and let Burns me gonna play one. devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'm about to play devil's advocate, right? So this is basing off of state taxes, correct? And well, area taxes, uh, state or country? State. Yeah, wherever you're right. located. Well, yeah. yeah, that's why I say area instead of saying state. So. This is why I'd be surprised, completely fucking surprised by that. Uh, say, for instance, I live in the state of Texas, right? state of Texas has zero state taxes. There is a sales tax, and the sales tax is 8%, right? The state that I'm registered for as my home record due to the military is Florida because, man, fuck paying state taxes. So, over there, it's 6%, <laughs> Right? I'm really anti-state taxes, like motherfucker. Right? <laughs> so for me, oh yeah, a six percent increase based off the location where I'm at, eh, that's whatever. Where it kind of sucks in my case is I move around a lot, as you know. So what the fuck is it gonna look like when I go to Japan? Am I gonna sit here and be like, nah, fuck you, I ain't supporting you no more? Nah, nah, fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> However, I can see a couple people having like a little hesitant, so to speak. 
and rethink how their yeah. pants are gonna go. Because they're gonna wanna do the math yeah. and they're gonna wanna see how it looks, right? But mm-hmm. I don't see people straight out canceling the shit because you're used to paying taxes anyway, right? Unfortunately, we as people in America are used to paying taxes, right? Now, for your other Patreons that are out of the country, hey, hey, hands off, I don't know, I don't know their taxes. But in terms of the United States, we're used to paying some form of tax. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. And and I, 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 from a certain perspective, I can get that. I am worried about, like, large-scale creators, however, because their audience is so broad and you know unless they're stationed in a specific country and know that country's taxes they could have the same conversation it's like well i know how the tax system works here but i don't know how it works overseas you know because of how the business is done it could go i, I just see it kind of going so weird because they're saying you know like sales tax or country tax it's like okay well what if a bigger portion of my audience is like i don't know from china and how right. whatever their tax system works for Patreon, are they going to get charged sales tax from the U.S. because I'm a U.S. creator? Or are they going to get charged their country's tax? Because if their country's tax is heftier, they might not be willing to pay that. Yeah, and then, you know, like I said, you see you see your numbers dwindle. So another reason I said that this whole thing um, really sucks is because Patreon was doing fine. And, and this is yeah. where I say big companies get they get greedy and then it comes to a scale of, OK, now it's like, well, no company is going to be able to buy Patreon. Patreon is surviving just fine on their own. And Patreon was a platform where creators could connect directly with their audience with mm-hmm. pretty much Patreon being only the middleman. And they were like the percentage they took for, you know, whatever they took wasn't even really noticeable. It wasn't even Patreon to took what like a ten percent cut, if that. Yeah, if that. I mean, they took. It's way like better than Twitch's fifty percent cut. <laughs> yeah, like they took ten percent to the I, dollar or some shit like that. Yeah, it, it was like it was like, and they they did the math. They're like, okay, from every creator, you know, we'll be able to survive, and 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 as creators, we were fine with that. I was like, hey, you know, I'm not noticing this because. Like, okay, we all know you you become an affiliate on Twitch. They get 50% of anything that is through them. Bits, subscriptions, just straight off 50%. Multiply that by every creator they have on their platform. They're making bank. They don't need to take the 50%, but they're going to take the 50%. That's not also including the sales tax that's already implemented on it. So that's still, we're missing out on what? 75% of income? Right. You talking to me about Twitch, knowing how I feel about Twitch. I think Twitch is some hoes. That's not the point. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But but what what I feel you might as well just create an OnlyFans, bruh, and just stream oh, off that motherfucker. Man, I you know what? Not I'm not even trying to say it in like a bragging manner. I'm just saying because it would be the thing that people don't expect me to do if I came out and made in OnlyFans, I would probably make more money because people would just be eager to see what the heck you I'm get doing a on that page. Cut. And that's the thing. You get a higher cut. People can donate to you. It, you can go live. Eh, eh, man, fuck all that. Never mind. <laughs> not gonna oh, go man. oh, man. Yo, look, look, guys, I'm not making one. All right. Unless times get really, really rough and I got to, you know, no, take care of me moms. No, no, no. no. And Actually, 
You don't have to show anything to have one. If you oh, happen to make There's one and you happen to use it as your streaming platform, yeah, you can you can do that. There's there's a girl on there. Her whole goal is to be in the top one percent without doing anything raunchy. Right. She has made that her goal. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, kudos no. to you because if you set that standard, no. yeah, you'll give it a follow. And they don't take fifty percent. They take less of a cut. So if you charge five dollars a month, just like how your subscription is right the fuck now, people won't be able to Shit, use I the emotes, probably- man. Mm, yeah but here's the thing if if that becomes a trend and that's kind of leading in what i was going to say what is going to happen is they're going to watch and if once if only fans if only fans become safe enough that they feel they can dip their hands into it and it get and it looks like it's making mad money that they're not ashamed to take a part of you best believe they're going to step in and do that same exact shit that's happening no only fans taxes bro they they tax. Yeah, Patreon they tax too. They tax for the EU. Yeah. They had the they had the, the VAT tax. Um, but so, what the problem is is because they were the platform, because they were literally the stage for everybody to perform on. There was no need for a middleman. There was no need for yeah. you know the governments or whatever to even look their way because the money wasn't enough. But because so many creators are literally making their um, like oh, no. massive amounts <laughs> are you okay over there <laughs> but so something felt my fucking look all right i'll show you what the fuck this fell Ooh. oh you got your yeah, pops my baby fell and it fell on top of my mic <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. so oh, that little weird staticky like, moment uh, you heard for like two seconds yeah. that's what the fuck it was <laughs> And that's why I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, because the face you made was just just straight gold. Like, but yeah, what what basically happened is they saw the mass amount of money coming into Patreon. Um mm-hmm. they knew a polit- they knew a politically and legal way they could go about implementing themselves into it because they're like, hold on, this creator, because you got creators on there making two, three, four thousand dollars a month or per creation with no you know, no cut in, no need. And as long as they make under a certain amount in, I think that year, it's still mm-hmm. technically, even around tax season, um, it's a lot of people like myself fall under, you know, it's non-taxable that. income. So exactly. And this is where I'm going to say with OnlyFans, right? If you don't, same thing applies, right? And I know I'm capping for this, but I'm not capping for this at the same time. It's kind of like working at a strip club. You know how they don't get paid in the actual wage they make it in tips, right? That mm-hmm. is kind of how they look at OnlyFans. So, you can't really tax somebody that's not making money. Does that make more sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Um, so, they're doing it as... So, they didn't look at it as like the creator individually. They're looking at it like Patreon as a whole. And that was their loophole. They're looking at it like they probably went to Patreon. I was like, okay, well, how much do you guys make? <laughs> and, and we'll go from there. And they probably made it where Patreon, you know, they legally had no choice but to implement uh, a sales tax. And now, but, you know, this is something we could debate on. Um, I, I, But I wanted to, you know, 
put it out there for you guys. So if you are uh, a Patreon or Patreon creator or a supporter, don't be surprised. Starting July 1st, the sales tax will start going into effect. Just so you guys don't think the creators are doing it, it Patreon is required now by law to implement a sales tax. Some of you guys might not see it. Uh, it once again, it depends on the location. But just wanted to get that information, you guys. I personally hate it. I just think it's you know typical government greed. But you know what do I know? I'm and just I'll a say one more thing about that. <laughs> it's kind of like Chicago when they wanted to implement the um, gaming tax. Mm. Where they, where they were charging people that wanted to play online video games a seven percent on any online mm-hmm. attribute of video game. Mm-hmm. Eh. Stupid. It's, it's it stupid. Is. But, but on the topic of gaming, uh, esports. So amid this COVID nineteen, uh, esports and gaming have been going hella strong their numbers have have actually been peaking since uh since everybody's been on on lockdown the esports being that everything is done digitally there's no need for anyone to be in the stands in the stadium that's kind of just like an extra bonus when it comes to esports they're still able to have all their tournaments everything scheduled online and still yeah. get the same amount of viewers and audience as if they were in the stadium, if not more, because there's no ticket purchase necessary. There's no ticket prices. There's no on. entry fee. There's no anything that could really hinder them. Some esports yeah. events are looking to do it as a pay per view so that they can make a little bit more revenue off of it instead of using it based off the of stream mm-hmm. value, which I feel that's fair. I feel if that's what they're going to do, fuck it, do it. Now, yeah, the yeah. catch twenty two to it being streamed and it being hey you can't be face to face during these tournaments. <laughs> Good old hey. I you Bro. know I wanted to ask about that. I was like, do they have a way to know if people no. are hacking? No, and I'll explain why. And this kind of goes with one of the articles I sent you, right? Eva. Eva mm-hmm. wants to do it. It online and streaming. However, a bunch of the participants have screamed, hey, I do not want to participate in that tournament if that's what y'all are going to do. And the reason they don't want to participate yeah. in the tournament is because there are members that have been called out for cheating online that could participate in any of these fighting games, right? And they're like, how, mm-hmm. how will we be guaranteed to know these motherfuckers ain't cheating? Yeah, how do there's, we there's know as, how do we know that you can guarantee us yo these people are not cheating during this gameplay that there's no if ands or buts about it they can go through this game and nobody's gonna have any problems blah 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 yada 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 right mm-hmm. Eva was like eh, we kind of can't guarantee it there, there's <laughs> no real way to guarantee it most you can do you can make them all turn on a webcam and look at their faces however there's ways to hack there's ways to get cheated I mean, out of a fight yeah game. I for those that are wondering why I'm passionate about fighting games I believe me I love the fuck out of a good fighting game I'm weird about Mortal Kombat so don't ask me about that one 
Eh, eh, That's also because Mortal Kombat, yeah, Mortal Kombat changed the game. But like you said, topic for another time. (laughs) Yeah. So, but with a lot of fighting games, I have been in in matches, online matches, where I've been hacked. I have fought Mm -hmm. people that have literally done means to fucking cheat to win, bro. I've been lag switched during fights. And all it takes is one good lag switch in Tekken. One good lag you switch in the whole fucked. match. Yeah. The whole yeah, match one, is done. One clean lag switch, switch in Tekken. And you're done. With somebody that decently knows how to combo in Tekken. One clean mm. lag switch in any arc system fighting game. And you go from looking at your character on the ground to watching your character get air juggled <laughs> and then back to the ground and you're then it's getting, super. You're and you're just, just like, like uh, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> why? Why did this happen? <laughs> right. So, that is an argument that a lot of people are having right now about Eva. And then some of the biggest yeah. people complaining about it, ironically enough, Super Smash Brothers players. Ironically enough. Because I don't know if you know this, but that community has had hacks before. Bro, you think Fox is fast as fucking Smash Brothers Brawl? See him on turbo mode being hacked. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a Somersault kicks for days. Yeah, you you're not getting out of that. That's that's yeah. that's no, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I, so you know, and then, not even just that, is. but like any game. Yeah, any any game that has the, uh, the the literally the ability to cheat, which is literally any game, any mm-hmm. ever, um, is it, you're taking a big risk because. There would need to be so many things in place that the players would have to agree with, like, hey, you have to let us see not only your face, but a camera angle down at your keyboard or, uh, you know, we have to run like a system check on you before the tournament. I'm like, if, and the thing is, you would have to tell these people that before it's happening. So how do you prevent someone for, you know, from putting these things into place before the tournament even starts? Like. You know, they'll probably say, hey, your Internet has to be, you know, at a certain level, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to prevent Internet drops lag. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you can't control unpredictable situations because I'm already thinking and this is just me. This is probably like stream case scenario. Say I'm in a tournament. Right. And I've got a brother or a friend who's, you know, it's like lives with me and they might be a computer whiz. And it's like, all right, I'm about to be in this tournament. I need you off of a different IP to just <laughs> no bandwidth in the house everybody yeah. cut off every fucking thing this his system is the sole thing getting bandwidth right now don't touch exactly. it exactly don't, do like don't do don't, shit don't do until my fight is the fuck do, over don't, <laughs> don't turn, do a damn matter of fact turn your cell phone off while you at it too <laughs> yeah, don't even have your cell phone on it. I don't want the cell phone. I don't want nothing on here while nothing. I'm doing this tournament. But you know, there's this motherfucker about to get this that, work, that family, and I need full 120. Now, here's the other problem. I need this whole right? internet. And this we is my brain. For. This is my brain speaking about it. 
So not everybody has that Gucci ass internet where you're gonna be like, uh, yay, right? Some people yay, got that internet, internet that is five mega <laughs> megabytes for like eighty dollars a month, and you're sitting here trying to yeah. do <laughs> exactly. You trying to do a fighting tournament <laughs> yeah. off five, bro? Now you got other people it's that, that got like a hundred or two hundred. For the low of like 50 to 80. Cool. That's great. You don't live in a bumfuck middle of nowhere area and you got decent internet or you got good internet to actually stream and do these fights, right? Because not only mm-hmm. are you online fighting, you have to stream yourself. Mm hmm. Bro, exactly. not everybody gonna be able to do that. Some people are on broke struggles. <laughs> and then you also got fighters. Yeah. Right? So, like, I'm just going to use Tekken as the community at large because Tekken has one of the largest fighting game communities around the world. One of the top-ranked players in the world, he won the tournament two years ago or last year, I can't remember. Man, Arjlan Ash. He's from Pakistan. It is a pain in, It was a pain in the ass for him to get the visa to participate in the tournament a couple years ago because of how strict Pakistan is about that. About esports, yeah, right. So he openly admitted most of his practice comes from him going to the local arcades and playing tech, not him playing online. He recently got into online play, right? Who's to say he's gonna have the greatest connection of all time? Now you have one of the top fucking 10 players all across in the whole world playing Tekken online and getting fucking snubbed out because his internet's kind of shit. Yeah. Knowing he can wreck 90% of the fucking tournament with ease, bro. So that's where my like thought process comes in in the play. Because now, Tekken has now a I'm very- sure there's some deals probably worked out though with like some of these internet places because you know they're they're big esports athletes. So I'm pretty sure that magical bandwidth that they restrict everyone to will magically <laughs> open for those guys because it's like you know they're they've got money in on it. So they're like, hey, you need to win because we got money in on this. We're sponsoring. <laughs> you know, this needs to go because it's kind of funny because when you look at these big tournaments and the fact that they they've apparently gone off without a hitch so far Mm -hmm. it seems like they've gone off without a hitch they've gone off without a problem that just makes me think okay big internet you obviously know how to work the internet we've all known this you just choose to keep squeezing it tighter and tighter to see how much money you can get out of people but esports which has been all online has had absolutely no problem so Right. Internet, I wouldn't say I'm so much worried about, but you definitely bring up a point with the hacking. I would be 110% worried about that. Right now, everybody's kind of kind of on a kick, on a high. You know, the viewers are enjoying it because, you know, people who are already watching esports, they can they they really can enjoy it from home right now. The athletes, they don't have to go anywhere. They just boot up their $50,000 setup, go to town. And the commentators, you know, they just they, they have a system in place. I just want to know, like you said, how how do they prevent hacking? <clears throat> do they have programs that are monitoring the servers as they're going? Do they have sweeps pregame? I don't know. I would like some info on that. <laughs> All right. Because that's so, risky. That's Devil's super advocate. Risky. 
happen? Which side you want? Devil's advocate or you want me to just uh, spit from my perspective? Either one is fine. Okay. So my perspective. You probably go devil's advocate. I'll do devil's advocate after this. My perspective. You have physically seen me play a fighting game online. Whoop the shit out of somebody down to like their last little something in hell. And then all of a sudden a lag happens. And what ends up God mode. I lose. They, you have yeah. seen me smoke people online. And then lag. Am I am I anywhere near top fucking 100 in a lot of these fighting games? No. But you see me smoke some people and then lag happening all of a sudden. KO! And I'm dead. Oh, and I'm like, hold yeah. up. I had three characters the year one and I was whooping the shit mm-hmm. out of you. I was literally beating all your of ass. A sudden, all of a all sudden, sudden my internet goes janky. Decided to turn on Netflix. Your brother decided to turn on Netflix, huh? Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Or, <laughs> or you've seen people like I made fight and then somebody literally fucking this connection's been disconnected son of a hoe and then it counts yeah, as negative towards yeah. me right so but we definitely won't see that happen <laughs> I can see that happening that's the problem I can see that happening and it fucking up a tournament for somebody bro and some of these people I got way too much respect for to see them go out like chumps because somebody felt salty and rage quit. But they did it smart. Because, come on now. If you hit start and go quit, they're going to hit you with a negative impact. But if your internet mysteriously cuts the fuck out. Yeah. Oops. They don't really Next penalize. Thing you know, it'll be a, a whole bunch of, yeah, it'll be a whole bunch of, of, of do-overs and and all that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they uh how they want how they have been doing it. I haven't been watching a lot of the esports stuff because I'm not like big into League of Legends and I'm not uh the the FPSs are way too tense <laughs> for me. Bro, um, the only ones I care about is the fighting tournaments. The only ones I ever give a fuck about. Bro, you mean to yeah, tell it me was, it was fucking this tagging tournament? I could sit there and watch somebody fight and tagging all goddamn day. I could watch somebody fight in Soul Calibur all goddamn day. I've seen some nasty Soul Calibur matches. Fighter Z, I can see that. Mortal Kombat, eh, I'm hit or miss. Like, I have yeah. a love hate yeah, appreciation. So, yeah. But, all it takes, all it takes is just. One fucked up connection, and now everybody's being suspect. Mm-hmm. And it, so, it'll, it'll literally all go south from there. Yep. Now, if they were like, yeah. okay, cool, you have to go to this location, this is the internet you're using, this is from us providing that internet, you guys are not going to fight in the same room, but here's a room that's set up. The judge is right here looking at you the whole fucking time and we know this internet's not gonna cut out and you just gotta go ahead and do your work cool but if they're saying oh you can sit there from the comfort of your own home and do this shit I'm suspect 
I think they probably no. won't run certain games. Like I said, I know esports they've been doing you know, they've been they've been still having their tournaments and stuff. Um there's probably Bro, there's Marvel probably vs. Capcom they, 2 would be a nightmare. And Marvel vs. Capcom 2 oh, is back yeah. on board for Evo this year. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 would be a fucking nightmare. Run that shit if you want yeah. to online. <laughs> Watch somebody yeah, have the four be. gods team. Watch. You're going to see a team of Cable, Storm, and Sentinel. And people are going to be like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and for yeah, those of you that are like, be like... Some restrictions. Yeah, for those of you that are wondering why the hell I call them the four gods, in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, when the game originally came out, the um, meta for it, how the rank structure worked out, the four best characters and the four fastest and strongest characters in the game are the four X-Men. Well, four X-Men characters. I shouldn't say the four X-Men because there's more than those four. You have mm. Storm, Magneto, Sentinel, and Cable. Storm because she can completely cover the whole screen. Magneto because Magneto is actually the fastest character in the game. Surprise, surprise. Cable because Cable has unlimited fucking range and is a power hitter and Sentinel because Sentinel is the second fastest character in the game and is a power hitter. Even though, yeah. Shit don't make no sense. Yeah. That was, and that's just bit weird and, and has a deep health pool too for to make, yep. to make up for that. So, that so was, yeah, that's, the, that's ridiculous. In old arcade tournaments, they noticed that people were running teams of one of at least two of those three characters. And then they'd pick another character like Akuma, who Akuma is considered a lower tier character in that game because he has low health, right? And people were like, well, why the fuck is Akuma not coming out? And these two characters are being swapped back and forth, and people are just wrecking shit. Come to find out, Capcom just said, fuck it, when they made the game. And they said, fuck reworking everything. This is our tier list. These are these characters. Nothing's going to change. So now you end up with a god character. Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm pretty so, sure they'll, they'll have some stipulations in place. Of course, it's not like they don't know metas. Right. They just don't. They don't care if people run metas in non-official capacity. It's usually in official capacities that metas get frowned on. Uh, once people realize that it's broken, they're broken systems. But right. on the topic of a. Uh, of fighting games and one you would mention <laughs> one of your one Mortal of your Kombat. not so favorite good old I'm Mortal, weird Kombat about Mortal Kombat 11 yeah I'm excited but I'm weird about Mortal Kombat so Mortal Kombat 11 has revealed I think it was earlier today right it was, it was pretty today. recent um, I yeah, found the article the before trailer. it got leaked <laughs> And well, then, before it dropped, uh, and yeah. then it dropped. And, <laughs> and I'm like, bitches, I had this article early. Yeah, I had this all Sitting lot. in this bitch but, for like uh, three days in Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, Yahtzee. But the trailer for Mortal Kombat 11's Aftermath, uh, which is story DLC, was dropped today. And it's, it's definitely giving it a little goosebumps because... I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know of another Mortal Kombat that got story DLC. Never. This is the first. Yeah. Did you I, beat Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah, they story? usually get their character packs. Uh, yes. I am you, literally at the end. 
I'm literally at the end. I can't talk. I about know it. how it ends. I I know how it ends. Uh, oh, so I can talk about it. So I mean, the game came out two yeah, years ago. So I, I, I already know it. Ends. Yeah, that's All why right. I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. So people, here's what happened. Actually, it was a year ago. My fault. Um, so basically, the story DLC is the aftermath of Luke Kang becoming the Fire God. And yep, yep. basically, he tries to reconstruct the timeline, but can't because Great. when he killed the main villain, he kicked the crown off and broke the crown. So an unlikely yeah. person <laughs> comes in and tells him, hey, you can't do that. I'm going to help you get the crown back. And boy, does it go south probably from there. Your mortal enemy yeah. comes through and is helping you out. Last time some shit like and that that's what they're talking about. Liu Kang became a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's so funny because if anybody's been keeping up with the Mortal Kombat storyline and all... I mean, I used to give shit to kind of like DMC kind of being out of order, but then it made sense. So I was just like, okay... Now that I've heard it from the creator, this makes sense. And then Kingdom Hearts being out of order. But then I'm like, okay, but when you play it, it kind of makes sense. But even without being out of order, Mortal Kombat's story is just kind of like, whoa, what is happening So here? Mortal, Mortal Kombat's story isn't really confusing. Confusing. However, the problem is a lot of people base Mortal Kombat's story off of what they recently played. So this storyline starts all the way back from 2004 which Mortal was Mortal Kombat Deadly De- Alliance Deadly Alliance Deadly Alliance 2 Deception, this is the start of the storyline right? in a sense yeah Deadly Alliance yeah. Inception then Armageddon then it goes to Ooh, MK9 MKX and then MK11 and people are like you know, How no, the I fuck think a lot of people forget about 9 <laughs> yeah. people are like yo those don't coincide yes they do so if you paid attention to Mortal Kombat 9, Mortal Kombat 9 is where the majority bulk of all this shit connects. Mortal Kombat 9, Raiden goes back in time right before Armageddon happens and rewrites history the first time. Right? When he does that, that's where the big no, 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 what the fuck are you doing, Raiden? That's where Kronika, that's where her whole beef is, right? So a Raiden rewrites time. <clears throat> Caused all this other fucking ripple effects happen happening, hence why Sub Zero became a <laughs> cyberlinquay and a reverent and all this other shit, and then he came back to life and then all this other weird shit. But I'm not gonna get into the lore of that because you literally have to pay all, play all those games to understand the shit. But a lot of people, when Deadly Alliance came out, they were like kind of done with Mortal Kombat for a while. And then Mortal yeah. Kombat had that weird stagnant period where Deception, well, Deadly Alliance, Deception, and Armageddon weren't really favorable. Mm-hmm. Then when it came out with MK9, that's when people picked it back up. And people were slightly confused because of the whole Armageddon storyline and the whole why the fuck is Luke Kane a zombie didn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, because I remember everyone was like, well, I want to play as live Luke King. And it was like, I think it was just like a skin. But it, in in reality, he was he was dead. He was he was a yeah. zombie, and yeah, like people he, couldn't he wrap their brains around dead. like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then MK11 comes along and is, I'll say quote unquote, a very soft reboot 
a tap. Because mm, I'll it's say like, hard reboot. I will I will honestly say you it's wanna, hard. You want to call it a hard reboot? I will say it's a okay. hard reboot. So I guess I will say a hard reboot. The end. The end makes it a hard reboot. I get why you're saying that's a soft reboot because it's still following the flow of MK nine and ten. But mm-hmm. once you beat the game, well, aftermath will tell us for sure how it's going to work out. But to me, once you beat the game of eleven. It's pretty much them saying, fuck it, Luke Kane's gonna rewrite history. So, yeah. anything Shane Sun did in the original Mortal Kombat timeline is gonna be gone. Because Luke Kane's not gonna be dumb and write the timeline where Shane Sun ends up fucking killing his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Luke Kane's not gonna be stupid and write a timeline where 90% of the bad shit that happened in Mortal Kombat. It's gonna happen again. There's Luke Kane ain't a done. lot of bad stuff. There's, there's a whole <laughs> a fucking temple the... getting destroyed. He's yeah, probably gonna write it so Scorpion died. So Scorpion never becomes Scorpion. He stays Hanzo, and he doesn't die twice. Yeah. He's probably gonna write it so that the Lin Kuei don't become evil. Probably gonna rewrite it so that Johnny Cage doesn't fucking die a horrible death to a goddamn god. And then come back to life. And then find out he has ancient power. And then all this other shit. Never mind. Fuck it. I'm just right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm kind of looking forward because I do have a soft spot uh, for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, oh, we kind of do to like be. And, and I gotta say, I like the way they do the towers. Yeah, and, and I do That's like the AI towers. Just in my for for me, guys, can y'all stop please running these new Cybot teams and be original? For the love Not of everything. Happen. Not gonna happen. My Listen, gosh, I don't know why you complain. AI rosters. I want you to think about this. My <laughs> fighting game knowledge <laughs> got you wet now. If, oh, wait, you talking about the collector? Yeah. He, and has he, he done you dirty? <laughs> he got his butt kicked the other night. <laughs> he got his butt kicked. By a new, a new side How many people has he lost to outside a noob and Sony? Uh, I, mean, I don't think he's I lost mean. anyone. But but my Luke Kang hasn't lost either. So, so it's a balance of the two. I'm just saying the noob side bot by game design is, and its AI is just OP. And Joe is a very unique character that that oh man fucking I ain't gonna go there. It's me being a nerd again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I just wanna say, hey guys, be creative. Don't use noob side bot. Mix it up a little. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't run a noob side bot, kudos to you. You have my one hundred and ten percent utmost respect. I Bro, appreciate I'm you. telling you this. Just because it's out of love, it ain't gonna happen. Uh huh. I was gonna say because you people can't. I know it isn't gonna happen. People will. People, Bro, people were waiting for new Cyborg to come into wins. the main game storyline for years, right? Because you gotta think he was a secret character in Mortal Kombat via code that <laughs> wasn't even supposed to be there. Then he comes What's back in like MK3. Then he comes back again in like MK4, and people was like, ooh. Then comes back later on, and people love Noob Cyborg. He's cheap as a motherfucker. 
He is super cheap. What was just a test color code became the most annoying AI to go against in Mortal Kombat. As but if, you did know, you die? it's as a playable cat. Yes. No. <laughs> Usually when did there's you a new cyborg. I, I see you, Mister. Um, I almost called you by your full government name, but you know what it is. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Mm-mm-mm. Anywho. So, uh, Anywho. Squeaky, uh, let's once talk again. about other WB games. The Lovely. wonderful leaks too. Too too bad the Mortal Kombat one got out of there before we could got out <laughs> dissect early. this. You bitches. Mm. <laughs> so, but, other but leaks uh, that WB yeah. was actually planning on dropping during uh, E3 this year. They were going to announce a new Batman game. For those of you that are wondering why this is exciting news for myself and Tachi over there, we're both big Batman mm-hmm. fans. Right? Huge. One of my favorite Batman storylines in the comic books is Court of Owls from New 52 back in 2000 and... Was it 08 or 09? I think it was 08. I'm going to look this up right now because I'm pretty... I, it was, I think it was 08. I know it was before um, the 10th. It was a very dark storyline. Yeah. Um. Hold on. It says... Oh no! It wasn't the oh, tenth. Twenty twelve. Yeah, four originally published May 9th. Really? Yeah, originally published May 9th, twenty twelve. I would know that date because that is me mom's birthday. Because <laughs> I remember reading that story line yep. before Japan. Oh no 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 no! no. Two thousand eleven. All right, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. So okay. it wasn't so the tenth. Early tenth. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So, basically, for those of you that don't know or don't read comics, Quarter Owls is a secret society that lives in Gotham that pretty much ran Gotham with a pseudo-Iron Fist, right? They're a bunch of rich, white people. Yeah, I think the Illuminati. There. <laughs> yeah. The Illuminati. <laughs> I, like how you, I like how you curved it real quick. They're <laughs> like, hey, a bunch of rich people. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. So... They ran Gotham, and they tried to overpower the Wings, right? But the Wings were super anti-Court of Owls, and every time a Wayne has been anti-Court of Owls, a Wayne got killed by their assassin from the Court of Owls, which is named Talon. Every Court of Owls generation has a new Talon come up, and he is their lead assassin. Well... In Quarter Owls storyline, Bruce discovers the Quarter Owls and he's like, what the fuck's going on here? All this other shit. And gets his ass handed to him. Oh, hands it's, in it's, feet. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's... To, to, not, to not give too much away in case you guys take interest in it, it is a very good Graphic. story arc. It is yeah. very, very good. It, it shows... Batman and Bruce at their weakest. You mean yeah, the, ba- the main ba- backbreaking was one thing, <laughs> but the quarter owls not only physically breaks him, but also mentally breaks him. And it just show it just kind of gives you more respect for Batman as a character. So 
hands to see that they're going to be thrown out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, but if you guys have not have not read that, you need to read it. And that's why with you know WB saying, "Hey, we're going to bring them into the game." Now, here's my thing. I hope for the love of everything holy, don't do what they thought they were trying to do with the anime Star movie? Trek did it uh, and well no 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 and when they try to mislead their fans when we already figured out the big bads like when we already no, no, knew no, 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 no. I don't think that's gonna happen so what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna follow the storyline with some liberties right they're gonna change a couple of things up here and there all that other shit right um Without giving it away, I think the whole history of the Talon bloodline is going to get touched on, but I don't think they're going to talk too in-depth about who is going to become that Talon. Well, the current Talon, if that makes more sense to yeah, and I, I I really don't want the Court of Owls to take a back seat either because I know they they have they haven't they haven't had a Batman game without the Joker and let's just be honest you really can't have a Batman well, game without the Joker. He's gonna be in the capacity. game. Well, people are saying he's gonna be in the game because of the fact Troy Barker is one of the leading roles in the game. Yeah, according to the leak, that he will be one of the leading voice roles. So people are saying, all right. Are you re- are you reprising your role as the Joker? And this game is also going to be a soft reset, well, a hard reset, not a soft reset. My fault. Of the this, it's a series. straight up hard, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no connection to any of the previous Arkham games. They're going to keep a similar system, but there's zero connection whatsoever. Yeah, the but combat yeah. system. They they're they're bringing over the combat system. But the story and how the games played, they they heard the fans outcry about the Batmobile Batmobile combat. So they're like, "Hey, there's vehicles, but don't worry, there's none of that terrible Batmobile combat." Uh, of course, uh, the Bat Family, Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing—they're going to be playable characters. Um, my hopes for this Batman game is a very lively Gotham because they said Gotham is supposed to be massive in scale. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to feel I wanted to feel fleshed out. I wanted to feel lived in. I don't want the whole city miraculously in a shutdown. I want a Spider-Man esque you know, world. You don't want Arkham City or Arkham Knight all over. Basically. Yeah. I, I want I want what the cartoons show. Batman being able to navigate the streets even in a mass majority of people. Whether he's driving the Batmobile, the Bat Cycle, flying the Bat Plane. You know, but let the city feel lived in. Like I passed so many thug fights because there was no reason for me to drop in. Where in like Spider-Man or what was it, the Ultimate Spider-Man? Someone's getting robbed. Whoop! Let me swoop in here and da da da. Save the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, you know, or you know, I would love a situation. Chicks, you know, guy or chicks crossing the corner. Somebody tries to rob them, and from my little rafter. Uh, gargoyle rooftop perch. I just hit him with the little back <laughs> grapple, turn him upside down, hang him, and the person never even knows what happened. They're just like, "Whoa, what was that? Is it Batman?" I I would love those little details to be in the game because 
then it just brings it to life and then it really feels like you're in in Gotham that's one thing that as as amazing as the Batman games have been from Rocksteady that's the only thing I feel that they were truly missing was the feeling of actually being, being in Gotham, in Gotham. No, and in, this one this one is a debatable sense. one uh, that makes sense the to detective me. skills too Mm. if you really think about it the game did do the work for you it kind of gave you the feeling and I was watching a video about it and I, I had to agree I was watching a, a what culture video about it and they were talking about it too and I was like you know what I actually agree with them on this the detective parts so here's the thing a lot of video games someone and I do not being a game developer and I and I do hope to create my own indie game in time so I probably will understand a little bit better but I feel I felt like as amazing as the Batman games were there were certain aspects that they could have put a smidge more love into like you could kind of tell when you enter the building this is a stealth operation part you didn't have to do it, but it was like, hey, now you can do stealth. And it was repetitive. Hop gargoyle to gargoyle, tie this guy up, go down, tackle this guy. And, and then it kind of started getting... You want to go yelling little... me about that meme earlier. <laughs> <laughs> was, I was like, I was like, but you're not wrong. But that meme is just so, so bad. But no, I There's want to some... feel that... I wanted to have a Hitman approach. <clears throat> and I, I say that because Hitman has shown it can be done. Being able to approach a mission in any way you deem fit to Here's get the, the end result and of the I mission. Will, I will shoot WB and Roxetti bail on this aspect. What you're saying, yeah, it's fine for you. And other people will probably agree with you. However, Hitman is one of the most complicated fucking games to deal with when it comes to that stealth aspect. Because there's multiple ways to really do it. There's multiple ways to take someone down. Now, with a Batman game where it's very linear in the aspect of those missions that you do have to require stealth in. How would you truly go about being stealthy as Batman? And not have it be linear. Right? I I understand. Hopping from gargoyle to gargoyle eventually gets fucking repetitive. You want to be able to pull like Metal Gear Solid or Hitman type stealth maneuver. Right? I'm a high literally I'm a in I mean, this corner and I'm gonna snatch somebody up yeah. and I'm gonna bash their head in. Exactly. Psych- right? Psychological, like, 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 I don't know, use whatever engine that the alien isolation game did and have the AIs kind of aware of where you're at but at the same time not aware so like when they think they feel your presence their actions become erratic they start freaking out they did kind of do that kind of I know they would start kind of shoot a little bit (laughs) well not that but they also where they originally got the concept for that system comes from is the and I you know how I feel about these movies was the Nolanverse movies. Remember, oh, I was they made so one video game for, for the movie. They made one video game for that movie for Batman Begins. And that's where the fear system oh, came yeah. into play. And that's where the stealth system came into play for the future Rocksteady games. Right? 
Rocksteady didn't take the fear system and maximize it how the Batman Begins team did. Because in the Batman Begins game, the more the enemies were afraid of Batman, the more it would alter things around for them, right? So, Batman swooping in, it'll show a cut screen of him looking like a demon as he's like coming to snatch him up and then taking him off, right? They didn't really implement that because of how much they had to deal with in the game. So, no matter how you look at it, if you make this Batman game and you want it to be that aspect that you're giving us, you're pretty much going to be removing the open world aspect of the game because of the fact you're going to have to run a lot of data and a lot of fucking analytics to focus on the solo aspect of stealth and combat, right? Whereas if you kind of dumb it down a little bit to what they did, you can still keep that open world focus. That makes sense. I think they. I think I. I still think it's granted with the new with the new systems manageable. coming out. You can do the shit probably, but yeah. at the same time, all right. I so think another they were catering more to an, Metal an Gear Solid approach 5. because of everybody's tastes. Right. Everybody's tastes at that time That's were strong in action. Um, so, stealth is not really, you know. Metal Gear Solid Five is the example I'm going to give you, right? Metal Gear Solid 5 stealth aspects. Was it anywhere near as strong as Metal Gear Solid 4 and or 3? No. Nowhere near. But action sequences wise, it was strong, right? Oh, that is kind of where the strongest one. That's kind of where I make that comparison, right? Because Metal Gear Solid 5 is more open world than 3 and definitely more open world than 4. Before it was definitely fucking linear, even though it's one of my favorite games. Um, <laughs> the stealth aspect in four was far more superb than anything in five, right? I mean, for the love of God, you can hang off the side of a railing, grab somebody, knock them out, dangle them up on the side, and pull yourself back up, and then drop them off into a locker. In four, in five, you threw that motherfucker off. And that's it. I mean, it, it fired so he dies. much. People were the AI was hitting each other with their own cars. Sometimes I didn't even have to do the work. <laughs> exactly. I just watched them hit each other with their own cars. So you like, know, oh, hey, God, I got you. There's like four takes here. Ying. Oh, oh my! You just killed. But me. I'm, no, right. I'm not. I'm in no way am I saying that the game is going to be bad. I'm just saying in the future. I feel that the technology is there. The outcry may not be high for it because everyone likes to go. And most people I've ever watched play a Batman game always take the swoop in, beat everybody up, make a lot of noise, use gadgets, and then, all right, walk away. And I'm like, okay, cool. Play it your way. But I just feel that they should implement it as a possible option. Yeah. Because I I didn't want to feel like I have to go into a fisticuffs damn near get myself carpal tunnel from having to counter 13 different people and if I wanted to take everyone out systematically I should have that option option yeah that's you should that's be able to I'm, run away when you need to run away and you should have the ability yeah. to fight when you need to fight 
Yeah, no, I get you. Exactly. I, and then that 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 I think would be boss battle shit. Good. And I think if they based off, they should be more pain. like the Mister Freeze fight. <laughs> that fight, no, Mister Freeze chills. is a pain in the ass. No pun intended. I hate that fight. I hate that fight. I fucking hate that fight. That fight can eat a dick. <laughs> Not the point. All I right. have a love hate relationship with that fight. I actually kind of gave me a chill. Even though we didn't mention the game, <laughs> Hitman Three. Hitman Three, yeah. WB Hitman. was out here trying to knock people's fucking brains off with their leak. <laughs> mm, oh man, yeah. Somebody, somebody in there, they wanted this stuff to get out. They, they oh, want. Yeah. There was too much on this list. They wanted this to get out. But Hitman Three, which is supposed to be the last one of the. Hit new current Hitman trilogy. Um, uh, if this leak is true, you guys will be happy to know. If you didn't play the Hitman one or two, you don't have to go out and buy them. Save your money. If you really want to wait, wait for Hitman three to drop because, according to the leak, those two games will be included if you get the deluxe edition of Hitman three. So you'll get three games for the price of the one deluxe. Um, yep. I would say that's not a bad offer because if you if you guys haven't seen Hitman 2, Hitman 2 was actually, in my opinion, it looked really, really good. looked phenomenal. Um, so I didn't really start paying attention to Hitman games until the reboot Hitman 2 came out. And I was like, ooh. Oh, Hitman was, was nasty. Smexy. And, yeah. and, and, and the way that you can go about, as long as you get the mission done, you can go about it any way you want. And there's just like so much thinking involved. As long as you don't get caught. And I just read stories of like how people would execute certain missions, like playing a radio in a different room. So the guard walks away and then taking the guard, then taking that guard's uniform and then setting electric. I'm like, yo, that's my kind of game. So I can't, I'm like salivating for the deluxe edition of Hitman 3. I'm like, that's my game. And anyone who ever saw me, who if you guys, you know, come to come to streams and you see me play Resident Evil Resistance, you know how devious I can be. <laughs> so Hitman oh, yeah, no. was just Hitman, like right up my alley in that game and have no shame. And the only thing people can really no do shame. is sit there and look at you and go, "But why, sir? But why? But why?" <laughs> but, but why? <laughs> But yeah, so that was Leak. And this one, I've kind of got mixed feelings on. And I'm trying to figure out how it works in the, in the world. WB may be bringing Neo into Injustice 3. Uh, doesn't surprise me. And let me explain why. Ed Boom. Ed fucking goddamn Boom. Right? For those of you that don't know who Ed Boom is, Ed Boom is the creator of Mortal Kombat. Ed Boom has a fun little habit of just saying fuck it when he wants to leak a character. Right? Ed Boon has teased mm-hmm. that he wanted to put Neo in one of his two flagship games, Mortal Kombat or Injustice, for quite some time now. He did the same shit with Spawn. He teased Spawn since like MK9. But he just never could get the clearance and the rights to get the character and then when he finally did get the character, look how that panned out for him. People are abusing the fuck out of Spawn right now. I'm not gonna lie, I've been abusing the hell out of Spawn. Exactly my point. No, so Ed Boon has teased countless times that he wanted Neo in a fighting game. 
it makes sense for Injustice because it makes more sense for it to be Injustice rather than Mortal Kombat. The reason it makes more sense is because at least in Injustice, yeah, it's dark, yeah, it's gritty. There's superpowers and there is a level of tame that isn't in Mortal Kombat involved with MK. Oh, involved with Injustice. So you can have Neo versus Superman, and that makes more sense than Neo versus Sonya Blade. Yeah, but how would Neo fit into the mythos of Injustice? Okay. They you were able to. to they were able to. You want, you want me to shoehorn this or not? Yes or no? I mean, at least you're. I mean, at least you're admitting the shoehorn in it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, I can shoehorn this. But shit, please, like, right please, off please. Okay. So yeah, I wanted to know how does Neo work in Injustice? During Injustice 2, they introduced multiverse theory. Multiverse theory is a bitch. Thank you, Team Four Star, for that quote. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, introduce them multiverse theory. All you have to do, all they have to do is introduce a world where Neo somehow has some connection to John Constantine. And you're probably wondering, how the fuck? Does that make any sense? No. Now that you said John Constantine and he's on the character roster, that does make mm. sense because isn't John mm. Constantine able to hop universe? Well, not universes, but parallel. Like that parallels? ain't even why I'm shoehorning it. That's not even how I'm shoehorning it. Keanu Reeves played John Constantine what year? That is how oh, they're going to shoehorn it. shit. That is how they're going to shoehorn it. Keanu so Reeves they're gonna have John, John Constantine, Constantine look like at Keanu one point Reeves. in his life, and they're gonna make and his. Neo? Yep, they're gonna make his John Constantine a, a character model, kind of like they did Black Lightning with Raiden. And yeah, there you go. That is how they're gonna shoehorn Neo. Multiverse theory is a bitch. So he might not be a separate character, but he could probably be. No, like, he's gonna know, be a like separate a... character. He is going to be a separate character. Oh, God. How they're going to shoehorn the shit is John Constantine. And John Constantine is going to make some smart-ass comments saying, Hey, bloke, you kind of look like me, but with black hair. Wow. I mean, I'll be... Well, since we know Keanu Reeves is now, you know, not... Uh, well, I don't think he's ever been opposed, but he literally does not mind giving his likeness to video games. If he signs on board with it, then... Hey, Injustice 3 is definitely going to be very interesting to behold. But you guys are going to have to sit tight on that one because that is not coming out until 2022. 2022. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, so you got, mm, fuck your you got some time films. to wait. Yeah, you, you got, have some you time guys, to marry <laughs> Think about how they're going to come up with it. Maybe in the next year they'll, uh, you know conclude and give us some more information on it but i'm not gonna lie um i like the first injustice i loved injustice 2 so injustice 3 i'm i am going to be very excited for shoot just hearing this rumors made me i re-downloaded my legendary edition that i forgot i had <laughs> of injustice 2 of injustice 2 oh we can make this happen right after this podcast I am going to be watching uh, Justice League Apocalypse War. Thank you. For those of you guys that didn't know, Justice League Apocalypse War uh, came out this week. So if you guys have been salivating, salivating like I have to watch it, it is out. You guys can catch it on Voodoo or whatever video platform you 
have been digitally downloading your movies on while we have been in lockdown. Or uh, you might have been bootlegging it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> or you might, or you might have been bootlegging it. But the last topic for our show before we get off the air today, um, this is a really quick one. Uh, Microsoft and their new Xbox 2020 thing. Best way I could describe this is if you've ever watched Nintendo Direct. And if you don't know mm-hmm. what Nintendo Direct is, Nintendo Direct is what? Usually the beginning of the year, they have mm-hmm. their, their their online, not even a press conference, but their online video reveal of everything they're going to do for the rest of the year. Usually when the new yep. Pokemon games are going to come out. Smash Brothers. It's their summary video where they just showcase their entire lineup for the rest of the year. Um, it seems like Microsoft is going to take a page out of Nintendo's book and for the rest of the year, starting May 7th, right? So tomorrow. Yeah, yeah tomorrow, so starting man. tomorrow. Um, but from this podcast, it'll be yesterday. Well, no, no, it'll be today no. for you guys here in the podcast. Yeah, well, the, it'll be because today, today's the bro, six. It'll about? be today for everyone. Look. All right, don't judge me when you're doing the editing and you got all this other stuff. You get your days mixed up. All the days blend together, okay? Some people you probably won't like even I know until Friday. <laughs> it, 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 it gets all mushy. But anyway, mm. Xbox is literally going to be doing the exact same thing. They're going to start <laughs> showcasing all of... Wow. <laughs> oh, you just got that? that. <laughs> uh, they're going to be showcasing all of their upcoming titles. And a lot of people are looking for things like... I think it's Valhalla, which is supposed to be one of their release titles for the Xbox Series X or something like that. Is it Valhalla as an Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Um, uh, maybe? maybe? Because here's the thing. It might be. Xbox Series X already announced they're not going to have any independent fucking launch titles they announced that yeah uh, so so it says here these events will happen each month for the rest of 2020 beginning with the may 7th inside xbox stream that will focus on third-party xbox series x games like assassin's creed valhalla yeah i'm not crazy. oh looky here you knew i wasn't crazy what a co-winky thing <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah so if you guys are you know very avid xbox players uh i would say try to figure out you know um check those check it out uh they might uh-huh. be giving more information on halo infinite and it's supposed to be every month up until the end of the year now will this be a ongoing thing permanently yeah. i don't I know can see it happening. this might I can see it happening yeah this could be like a test run and you know they every gaming company right now wants to have an edge over the other gaming to be fair PlayStation is running shit right they're shooting themselves in the foot over the PS5 right now because no one knows what the fuck is going on with that system however you want an edge and the only way you're really getting an edge right now over any gaming company because E3 got fucking bamboozled out of everybody any other yeah. conference convention that you could have done to show your tech and everything like that is canceled for the rest of the year. So now you got to figure out a way to edge yourself out. Pause. <laughs> so wow, meh. I wasn't even then, thinking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I'm a freak. <laughs> so they fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Did you feel mm-hmm. better not be me being here last week? <laughs> oh man, it was probably like a slight. It was just like I was able to think clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, the fog was gone. My ears didn't so. have to listen to the subtle details. <laughs> so. I mean, King Rufus was still here, so. Okay then. So, but. Oh, uh, what <laughs> you the okay? fuck was I saying? <laughs> yeah, no, somebody just sent me something. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to get that slight edge. Bro, why not release something that your fan base is going to want, right? Xbox fans is going to want to know all the information they can about Series X, about games coming out for the Series X, about any other product revolving around that system closer to launch. So the more information you can put out to make it look better, the better it is for you, right? And then keep good times rolling. Because why cut off a good thing when it's at its peak? So I can see it being a... Yeah, I guess. Maybe not a permanent thing, but it's going to be around for a little while. It's probably mostly this year because this year is a very uh, unique, unique year. year. I mean, yeah, for the love so. of God, we had World War Three almost happen. <laughs> Death and <laughs> rebirth of a dictator. Murder it's Hornets. Been, it's been a very, <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's been a very interesting year, very interesting year. Uh, and I just want to say I blame Animal Crossing. And on that note, oh no, I blame Harambe. <laughs> I blame fucking Harambe. <laughs> on that note, we are at the end of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to thank all of you guys for hanging with us. Do this wonderful episode a lot of information got put out today a lot of good uh a lot of good stuff um and this is a rare occasion like i said it's been a while since it's been just me and me and burn on the show man it's like we're talking like single digit season one <laughs> holy crap mm-hmm. it's been a while but guys if you want to check out more episodes of the show make sure you subscribe you've got an entire first season you can check out we are almost at the end of season two. Only three more episodes left in season two before we take a nice little break. And if you guys want to hang out during the live streams, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Hitachi266. However, that will be changing. So make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at Hitachi2661. Because as soon as the name changes, it won't be that anymore. Uh, so make sure you guys check it out. And you can also follow me on Mixer at mixer.com forward slash Hitachi266, which will also be changing in the near future as well <clears throat> and also think about supporting us on patreon even with the new sales text thing coming out we appreciate it we love it because we got some new stuff coming in we got that new design i am working with soulbound leather to see if we can get that design on a nice pin so we can send it out to our patreons as a thank you so yeah make sure you guys uh check those things out anyway we are out of here stay safe out there COVID-19 is still going strong, so make sure you guys are staying indoors, washing your hands, and take care of each other, guys. Be safe. We'll see you um, all. I don't know if he's about to shout out all the Patreons, but hey, do you. <laughs> Tell me to remind you. <laughs> That's why I, I, that, was, that was the week you weren't here. <laughs> that was literally the week you weren't here. Oh, gosh. 
Uh, fine. Hold on. I have to because since since Bird went out of went out of their way, went out of their way. I got to get the list. You got to do the list because you got to do it right. You got to do it right. See, see, outro, outro, never done right, never done right. <laughs> Could have sent me. You know, we're practicing social distancing. You think Bird would send me like a little note via Skype? But no. <laughs> no, I'll just call it straight out. Right, That's my down. nature. <laughs> this is in my nature. This is oh gosh, you know who's cracking up right now? Sarah Lyon. Sarah Lyon is cracking up. Sarah Lyon is, is one of our favorites. Sarah, so so big shout out to Sarah Lyon, Anna G, Boogie Jim, the good old war nurse, Hal J, JoJo Dancer, Lady Mystique, Harley Siloam, uh, and of course our buddy who is not here, Bullet Sponge, um, Burn. I appreciate all of you guys, all of our Patreons. As the list grows, it is going to be harder for me to go down the list because that could probably one day, who knows, that might take a whole episode. So, uh, yeah, I will probably each week start, you know, pulling out names for those names to be shouted out that week for that specific episode. But anyway, we are out of here. Thank you everybody so much for listening and we will catch all of you on the next episode. Later, everybody. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon, or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.